welcome, welcome, welcome back to Film Bluffs Pod, new and improved, not blocked on YouTube version. Let's go. Thank you. Thank you, everybody in our live studio audience here today. Abrupt stop. Abrupt stop. All of those claps were the voices in Cade's head, everybody. Yes, yes, yes. They all gathered together today. They all gathered here together today to kick off our very first episode of Film Loves Pod. We do have a long lost episode that we recorded before of the last format that we were going to try to do, but we got blocked by the big time (laughs) film studios so we're pretty much famous yeah we're pretty much famous now we're pretty much famous it was actors. a big studio too yeah like they reached out to us and we're like yeah you can't do this they were like we love the podcast yeah. don't get us wrong yeah. like it was amazing the content was incredible so yeah they're like you can either and come here and replace jimmy fallon yeah. or you're gonna have to take your youtube video down and we were like man and i was like can we, i bring yy and they said no no and i said I'm gonna have to stay in San Angelo. Yeah. I'm sorry. And and plus, you know, Jimmy Fallon's pretty cool. So like, we don't yeah, really want to take his this, job. Do so. a solid. Let Jimmy Fallon keep his job. Yeah. We'll stay here with YY. Best of both worlds. So we had to take our video down. Those were the only options. Come here, be famous, be rich. You know, you're super funny. You're super talented. We love the show. We love your opinions. But sorry, it's too good and it's too threatening. You're gonna have to delete it. Yeah. So we're here and we've decided to take a new format and just talk about our favorite things about film and TV. Emphasis on the TV because we do love movies and we will hit on movies, but we mostly are huge fans of TV shows. I know that ever since I was a kid, I have been obsessed with TV shows. Me too. Starting back in the beginning with Disney Channel. Disney Channel. Disney Channel show on three. One, wait, one, two two, three, Zach and Cody. Hannah oh, Montana. <laughs> Sorry. Mine was Zach and Cody. Mine was Hannah Montana because I love Sweet music. Sweet life is Zach and Cody, but... Yeah, not on deck. On deck was... Eh. Meh, yeah. yeah. All about the hotel life. I do prefer the hotel years. It was... I. I and that's where my love of TV started yes. was definitely on the Disney Channel I paused ABC there Family. because I was ABC Family. I don't hear that name anymore. It's all freeform. Uh, I did not know about that for a while. I was really? Like, what the frick is <laughs> um, I paused there for a minute because I was trying to decide between Hannah Montana and Wizards of Waverly Place. Yeah, I, I really, I really love me some Wizards Selena Gomez. Wizards of Waverly Place. I was banished from that show. I'm still not allowed. I asked my mom and she said, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Yeah, so started there. And then, of course, naturally it transitioned into like Seventh Heaven and Reba, Psych. Reba. Those were the shows I binged almost binged we'd watch you know like marathons of them on usa or abc family or whatever usa just a quick shout out to usa they always had the best shows shout out to usa because you did not block us no usa try but you didn't block us usa is where i watched all of ncis growing up i loved Uh, ncis we were big 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 psych and monk Ah. kids we loved it usa has they're the best but let's go Favorite TV shows, top three right now in your roster. You go first. Uh, Walking Dead, Full House, Big Bang Theory. That's good. I'm going to go One Tree Hill, Mm. The Office, New Girl. Nice. Yeah. Nice. You got to mix it up. It's like One Tree Hill. One Tree Hill is my drama. One Tree Hill is my lifeline. It's just 
this is the drama of the life you never lived and never will. Yes. Thank <laughs> God. The Office is my very first show I ever loved and binged. Very first ever that I just watched, 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 watched. Which by binged back in the day, I binged One Tree Hill and The Office <laughs> by going to Hastings and renting DVDs. Amen. I didn't rent them. I just bought them. <laughs> well, I wasn't rich. <laughs> I guess you were. Only on no. Black Friday I would buy them. My dad just bought my love. Oof. There's that. Yeah. On Black Friday, I would go to Hastings and clean up, man, which is probably why they're out of business. Probably. Because literally I have stacks and stacks of TV shows. I own over 356, I think, just movies. I can never just movies. count my TV shows. I have them. I have I have my movies organized. I have TV in a, shows in I don't like. In my, yes, I do too. I have movies that I've never seen because yep. I would just go to Hastings and buy like the used, like after they like, they the rentals yep. that they had and they put them up for sale yep. buy them used boom and then yeah. i literally have my whole bookshelf like of movies Absolutely. that i've watched and then up above on top is a stack of movies i've never watched and there's some in there that I, like have been there since hastings was yep. going strong strong <laughs> hastings man i loved hastings and the funny thing is, is we did not know each other when hastings was in existence no. i wonder if we were ever in there at the same time oh guarantee guarantee i was in guarantee. there at least i'm not joking you at least at least twice a week yeah bare minimum for me once a week because i was just busy a lot with sports and stuff and in the church but at least once a week we'd go usually friday nights if we didn't have a game if we had a game then we'd go saturday nights and we would go and just literally just sit there and look at all the tv shows look at all the instruments look at all the books get a frozen hot chocolate or a regular hot chocolate depending on the on the weather outside hastings was the freaking place man they really were and they had all their movies like categorized so like oh if i'm looking for a specific gosh. movie i go i know where to go uh it was so amazing i remember I growing never up never i love forgive them for going the cartoon teen titans like the dc show yep, i yep. loved teen titans and i always wanted to have the complete series on dvd and i got all the way to one two and three just never got four and five and then afterwards could not find it for years like it was a huge thing in my life it was a pandemic in my life that i could not find seasons four and five and then i was like it was before like i was like i had my own money and i bought stuff on like, mm -hmm. ebay and amazon and stuff like that and so it was, i was always hoping to run into them at a store and then one day i went into hastings and happened to go into the children and family section and found a used brand new uh teen titan season five so I bought it. I was did like, you ever find season four? I did. I ended up, uh, I think I had my dad order it on Amazon. Nice. And now I go to Walmart and they have like the complete series on DVD. I'm That's just like, thing. cool. It's <laughs> part of me that loves like things to look good and nice and all together, loves the complete series altogether. Yes. But part of me really loves having the individual seasons and then you look at it and you see their pictures are all different in each one and then you go and yeah. all the all the DVDs have their pictures on them and they're so nice and neat. I, I love them. I don't think I have a complete series. Like, like, like a complete series set. I uh -huh. have complete series. I have complete series and then I also, like I have all of the Parks and Rec individual seasons and then i have the box set because they come all together and they look so nice same with the office i have all of them i really wanted the how i met your mother one because it comes there's like this running joke in how i met your mother that it's like the playbook and so it's like all of barney's like plays to get girls or whatever and so the whole show comes in like a giant book that nice. looks like like the playbook but it's the entire show 
I think I have a few more that are the entire series, but those are the ones I can think of. I don't have that much. I think the it's only, like hundreds of dollars. I yeah, think. no. I, I was looking. I looked at. Uh, I think it was Target, and which I I, I won't ever. I won't do it. I won't make myself do it because I have the complete series. I won't just. I won't. I, as much as I want to, I won't do it just to have the complete series mm-hmm. set. But uh, the Big Bang series set is like a hundred and nine bucks, which isn't horrible for a complete well, series, can but. You, can you stream Big Bang anywhere? HBO? Yeah, it's on HBO. HBO. Yeah, but I still sometimes for my favorite shows like to have the DVD yeah. just in case they, well, they, go, they go off when, sometimes. When, um, during the storm and people were losing like internet, yes. me and Lyndon were watching all DVDs all the time because we didn't have any Wi-Fi. I actually, no, I watched, um, I think it was Walking Dead. <laughs> I watched my DVDs because I have one through... Eight. Some so I shows nine, I specifically and, and like to watch on DVD. Now, I like to watch Chuck on DVD. Now, once Walking Dead's over, you'll get one, that box. I set. may have to get that box set. Plus, because I already have the rest of them, I may have to just go ahead and Indivi- get nine, ten, eleven yeah. individually. Yeah. So I don't know that One Tree Hill has a box set. I should look into that because I have all of them anyway. But I should get that. I feel like that's a pretty big show. I feel like there's a box set somewhere. Probably. I do love One Tree Hill. And we were talking earlier about how One Tree Hill and Walking Dead have crossover actors. Well, one actor, one actress. We're talking Austin Nichols, baby. Later seasons of One Tree Hill. I don't know when he's on Walking Dead. He's on season five through seven. Five through seven. And then, which he's on seasons six through nine nice. of one trail so he's a later in the game kind later of guy. in the game yeah he doesn't like to come in in no, the beginning no, no, no. too risky austin Nichols. and then um hillary burton morgan hey, burton morgan hillary burton on one tree hill peyton sawyer she comes in for one episode peyton you clarified her name is peyton sawyer oh that's i was like who's that actress i was like the sound of, actually, no her name it, is peyton okay sawyer I was like, but it was funny i'm pr- i'm pretty sure there might be like a peyton and a sawyer on, on Walking, Walking Dead. Dead. So oh, I was, I was that's seeing, funny. I was no, her name is Peyton actress. Sawyer on Wintry Hill. Ah, okay. Hillary Burton Morgan. Hillary Burton Morgan. And she was only on one episode of Walking Dead in the season 10 finale. But she's like a big character. That, that's the thing with Walking Dead is you can be on one episode and become a huge character. Yeah. Not really Wintry Hill. You have to be on a few episodes you have to be, to on be episodes. big on One Tree Hill. And then they just rake you over the coals even more. <laughs> and that's why we love One Tree Hill. Cade's never seen it. We're going to get him to watch it. Don't you worry. Hopefully, We're going to get him to watch it. Hopefully with, hopefully by next Monday, I will have watched it. Not this coming Bro, I'm Monday. I'm already on season two. Really? Wow. I'm already on season two. And I've been trying to slow myself down. <laughs> but season two is not great. So I'm kind of like ready to be done with it. But I also don't want to move on that fast because I don't want it to be over. That's my least favorite part of like the shows that I, like even like Walking Dead, love it. I've watched it a million times, but there's always that one season. And I'm just like, what eh. season is it for Walking Dead? For me, it's four. I quit watching Walking Dead in season really? four. I was wondering if you were <laughs> going to say season four because I stopped watching Walking Dead mid season four ish, somewhere yeah. in there. It's one of the so it's weird because like the first half of this of the season is like kind of one story, and it like I feel like all the other seasons, like even the first, because they split them up into two parts. Mm-hmm. And I feel like all of those, like even the first half builds into what the main story is for the the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. That one doesn't. Mm-hmm. And it's like they take some random, like they have like a pandemic, like a, a pandemic inside of a pandemic. They have a flu. Uh, In sweep, season four? Yeah, sweep the prison that they're staying at. And so it's all about like getting medicine for these people. And then, and then like the last three episodes change, like 
brings in this other, which is actually builds up to the rest of the storyline, but it changes the story for the rest of the season. And so it's just weird. Like I'm just, I, I always dread getting through the first half of season four. The back half's not bad, but it's still not my favorite season to get through. For me, it's definitely overall. Okay. Season nine of One Tree Hill should have never been made. And I will stand on that ground. Sometimes I will literally finish watching this shit series after season eight because season eight ends perfectly it is the perfect end to a show to that show i would explain it to you but i don't want to give anything <laughs> away but it ends almost exactly we'll come back and talk about it, it once ends I've seen almost it. exactly how it begins like scene wise perfect they come back for half a season for season nine they do 13 episodes i think and absolutely ruin it so yeah. i don't regard season nine to exist and i don't really <laughs> think anyone should watch it other than season nine season two is the worst after that probably season five is one of the worst writing seasons i don't super love season five but the rest of them knock out if you them. could rank all of one tree hill seasons could you yeah let's go season one because it's the first right season one season three right up there with season one mm. almost perfect the only thing is that it's not the first but i would say writing wise season three is better than season one so let's go season three at the top season three season one season eight seven six five no way i forgot season four season four goes between eight and seven let's do that season three one eight four seven six five Two. Mm. Nine doesn't exist, but nine, nine goes exist. at the end. <laughs> I think it, I made. If it did, it would go at the end. I think I got all the numbers, but I would say that's about it. Season three of One Tree Hill is so good. So that's, if re- you, that's, that's funny because for the longest time, season three of Walking Dead was my favorite. Season three, if you could have a strong season three, I think you'll make it far because for sure. you're, you're getting people on for a long time. Mm-hmm. If you can push through to season three, You've so got I feel people like attacked. Season one is that it's still building. It's like getting to know all the characters and everything. Season two is like, all right, we know we know the characters. Now let's start yeah. pushing the story. Season three, you know both. Yep. So you should yeah. be able to. And, so and you have a strong... more, more of the writers are comfortable. They're not mm-hmm. as likely to get pushed off of series. Yes. You know, of like, oh, man, we're pushing you off network. Most of the time, TV shows get cut either season one or season five off of network shows because if they make it 100 they usually try to call it around 100 sometimes in season five if you can make it a season three that's like a pretty comfortable spot i would say season three of the office is really good also See, seasons I three i haven't and four. seen the, the office in a minute so i have to i love seasons three and four those are really good hmm. but um i forgot what i was gonna say <laughs> i was gonna say something about one true home dang it i don't remember but season three strong season four they start really jumping the sharks man they start really pushing what you think is believable <laughs> and then in the later years when they're adults they're really pushing what is believable <laughs> but i do love season eight it's so good season seven's pretty good they introduce a lot of new characters because some characters leave at the end of season six so then it's like you kind of spend season seven like getting used to some new people and then season eight you're comfortable again so i like a lot of people don't like it i like when new characters aren't introduced yeah. i if love they're it. introduced well introduced well yeah. yes i don't like introducing a character just for the sake of introducing a new character mm-hmm. but if they if they actually bring something to the table yeah i love that because there are two 
characters introduced in season two of One Tree Hill that are siblings that are the worst arc of pretty much the whole entire show. The worst, most annoying arc. Nothing to do with who they're trying to make them be because I understand that. And I'm, whatever, do your thing. But the way they wrote them, so frustrating. So frustrating. You just don't have time to attach to them and then they're gone. And then just... They're trying to like force you to love this character and you're like, no, I don't want to do that. That's the one thing I, my one thing I'm not the biggest fan, but I also get it with Walking Dead is they they'll bring in a lot of one season characters and they have arcs throughout the entire season. Like they're building their mm-hmm. character throughout the entire season. And then by the end of the season, dead. And so I love that about New Girl. They hardly ever do that. Only <laughs> one time on New Girl do they introduce a character for one season only. That's what uh, Breaking Bad's the same way. I'm Breaking Bad. Big that's, Bang. That's another good show. But I've never seen that one. Big Bang. Um, uh, is they literally, they have the original five. And then in season, I think, I think Bernadette comes in season three, maybe two. Uh, but anyway, Bernadette, like Bernadette, she comes in at, one season and then it's kind of recurring and then amy comes in i think the following season and then after that they're both main for characters the for the rest of the series and that's and that's 11 seasons 11 seasons 11 yeah seasons. well yes i think well, so 10 seasons? 12 oh 12 seasons. 12 seasons more. Yeah. 12 seasons wow that's a long time mm-hmm. that's a long time i love the way the office is mockumentary style because new characters come and go and they're sometimes there and they're sometimes not there and the only ones that really stick are like very few characters Mm -hmm. what i love about new girl is that there's like hardly ever new characters that are not just like dating arcs Mm -hmm. you know because like oh justin long comes in for a couple episodes in season one and then Megan Fox comes in and she does a whole season. That's the one I was talking about. Only one time I think someone comes in and does one season arc because Zoe Deschanel was having right. her baby. Yeah. So she was in jury duty, which I thought was a pretty good cover up for having a baby. But. That's funny, though. Because, I mean, that's very realistic. I mean, you go to jury duty, you're gone for a while. Yeah, for if you were, a while. If you're on if you the jury on duty of case, the Johnny Depp child, you were screwed. Man, I <laughs> i would have i would have loved what i would give the <laughs> fact that we were sh- live streaming that youtube we might as well have been the jury we should have <laughs> man we gave up days weeks months for that trial dude you want to know sometimes there are things like i'll do that i will remember remember i'll be like what was i doing last time i was like doing this action like what was i listening to or watching i remember like i was watching something very specific and i was vacuuming over there by the dream team lounge and the last time I vacuumed over there at the Dream Team Lounge, like in depth, was after I was working on a project over there during the Johnny Depp trial. <laughs> and I was like, I was watching somebody tell a story and I was remembering the story. And I was like, that was a freaking Johnny, Johnny Depp, Depp trial. trial. We were so sucked into Live that podcast Johnny Depp. right there. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was good. That was good. It was it was all you, me and Caitlin, both all three of us were just every time I'd go in the office, she was like rewatching like the trial from the day before. So I I bought YouTube (laughs) premium just to play the trial at double time. That's commitment right there. I would never pay 15 bucks for. No, I used the free trial and then I was done. Oh, see, I'd have to pay for it (laughs) because I had to use my trial. (laughs) I think maybe I paid for it for like a little bit and then I was done with it. I think it's time to hear from a sponsor. 
I think it is time. Let's see who our sponsor is. You pick the first one. I'll pick the second one. Today's sponsor is... Curmudgeon. Pazuki. Curmudgeon Pazuki. Do you ever just wake up and you're being such a curmudgeon? Never. I feel like you are. Just like an old man who's grumpy. I wake up pretty good, but as the day goes on. Oh, later in the day, you find yourself being a curmudgeon. Uh, later in the day, I find. I'm feeling I, I curmudgeon. Can be a kind of I don't want to use person. that word correctly. I'm going to say you're being a curmudgeon. If you find yourself being a curmudgeon throughout the day, I would highly suggest that you have a pazuki. A pazuki. And a pazuki at any time of day. A pazuki, man, that thing comes out in a little pan. It's a cookie, cookie. ice cream on the top. Ice cream on top. Perfect. What time of day do you want your pazuki go? About six o'clock in the evening. (laughs) Six o'clock in the evening. Not 601, not 559. Six on the dot. Six on the dot. I would love a pazuki about 9 p.m. Mm. End of the day, nightcap pazuki. Nightcap pazuki. That's what I'm into. Yeah, let's do it. I would highly suggest that you go down and get yourself a pazuki, especially if you wake up feeling a little curmudgeon. Especially if you wake up feeling. Make sure you use our code FILMBLUFF10 to get $10 off a $5 pazuki. That's right. Use our code, get $5 and a pazuki. And no longer be a curmudgeon. And no longer be feeling curmudgeon. Curmudgeon-y. And we're back to our regularly scheduled program. So as we were saying, um, what we were saying, but <laughs> we were just talking about the different types. And so let's talk about Full House. Let's do a bit on Ooh, Full House. Full I think that's the only one we haven't touched on that we listed. So I was thinking about that one. So we were talking. We were just talking about like how both, you know, Walking Dead, One Tree Hill, and then um, the Office, the, uh, the Office, and then. Uh, Big Bang kind of mm-hmm. and New Girl, The Office, New Girl, Big yeah. Bang, all similar, yeah, all similar. But they all those four individual like specifically bring in new characters mm-hmm. all the time. But yours was New Girl, who really yeah. doesn't. Mm-hmm. Um, Full House never really did that either. Hardly ever. Yeah. I mean, honestly, once Becky was in, because Becky didn't start off, and Becky didn't start off in the beginning. She came in as a recurring in season two, and then not they, till season two. Interesting. I mm-hmm. love that. And then. They started dating in se- like dating dating in season three. They get married in season four, and so it wasn't until season three when she was a main character. Does Steve come in in season one? Oh yeah, I forgot about Steve. No, Steve comes in about five. Season five, mm-hmm. and so then, then oh, I, I be- forgot. DJ starts at like ten years old or yeah. something like that. And so I think okay, Steve is probably the only other one that yeah. comes in and is wow. uh, like a new character, but. But I mean, Becky enters the family mm-hmm. actually into and the then, full house. Makes yeah. it a fuller and then Gibbler house. was Kimmy was like a recurring all the way through. Yeah, yeah, she was all she was from season one, but she wasn't a main until I think season five as well. Wow, she was only recurring from. So then she on. started just butting herself in every day. Yep, she really just made her character. Let me tell you, life. nothing imprinted me on me as a child as much as the drinking and driving episode of Full House. That one was so, they oh. You know which one My really God. really got me? What? The one where Stephanie's uh, classmate is being abused by his dad. Oof. That one's in like season six, I think. That one's probably my favorite episode because it's one of well, those. What about the one where Stephanie's starving herself? 
That was DJ. Oh, DJ. That's yes, DJ. DJ Starbucks stuff. Oh, man. Uh, the one where Stephanie's classmates being abused, like all of them kind of like, you know, they have like the whole storyline throughout the middle, uh, throughout the episode. And then they have that little like mm-hmm. that touching lesson right at the end. Yeah. And then it ends funny. That was the only, like one of the only ones I think that doesn't end funny. Like it ends on that kind of lowish note. And it was so sad. Like it was just like, even as man. like a little kid, I realized like, wow, I don't, I haven't, I haven't so like I'm blessed, but yeah. not everybody else is. I remember being a young child watching Full House on TV and not even really understanding what alcohol was or what it does to you or anything like that. But boy, did I know you don't drink and drive. Oh my God, the way I will never forget DJ taking those keys from Kimmy Mm. and crying at her because her mom was hit by a drunk driver. I will never forget. You know what's a fact about that? What? Is, I think that's in like season seven or eight. It's one of the later seasons. It is later. They're older. Um, That's the first time they reveal. I was thinking that's the first time they reveal how the mom died. They reveal how the mom died. Yeah. Which, stellar, right? Because the kids who are watching Full House probably were either around Stephanie or DJ's age Mm -hmm. as they're watching it. They're getting their license, if not coming up to be getting their license soon after or at the same time as DJ and Kimmy. And to have an episode like that where you've been attached to this family for so long, you've been wondering, like, what's gone on with the mom? Like, where's the mom? Mm -hmm. We obviously know she's dead, but, like, what happened? Was she sick? Nobody knows. (sighs) Drunk driver. Yeah. Oh, man. I was like... I, I was like a young kid just sobbing, yes. watching DJ sob, talk about her mom being hit by a drunk driver. And I was like, I will never drink and drive, which I never did and I never <laughs> will. But as a kid, I was like, I don't know what that is, but I will never yeah. do that. I think what made that it even more me. like just hit you right in the heart was the fact that they had never revealed how mm-hmm. the mom died mm. and so it's like okay that is go yeah, writing yeah so it's like dj is very passionate about this okay okay cool like she's smart she knows not to drink and drive okay mm-hmm. we get it and then when she pulls out that line of like that's how like she lost her mom to a drunk driver like wow like now now you really get it why yeah. she's so passionate and it yeah. just really brings the character just even more depth absolutely and then it's just like that's such a hard topic that it's realistic that the family would never talk about yeah. that because it's instant and yeah. it's not she was sick it was hard you have time to process it not that i'm saying that's a better way to lose a parent i absolutely think there's no good way to lose a parent yeah 100 but i'm just saying as the writers it seems realistic that they would never talk about that because it would be too hard they would never talk about car accidents or anything like that or the the way of drinking and driving until it was like DJ was old enough to know what was going on. Yeah. And to then, oh, put that on her friend like that. Oh, man, that was good. Mm. That that show taught me so many good lessons it really did. about it, life. It, and I love that my yes. sisters love to watch that show. Yes, it's, it's honestly one of those shows that's so timeless. It really is. And I think, honestly, I loved, I, I have still yet to finish it, but I, I, lo- I, did, I really did like Fuller House. Too cheesy for me. It was a little cheesy. But that was the one thing I missed about it was they didn't have a lot of those That's what made lessons. Full House yeah. not cheesy. They made Fuller House a more serial yeah. where it was just continuous and yeah. following kind of the same storyline. And then a few episodes here and there, they'd have that that lesson in there. Yeah, the but, little tiny arc. Uh, one of my favorite episodes of Full House <laughs> is when Stephanie drives the car through the kitchen. 
I love through that the episode. Kitchen? Through How's the kitchen? How's it in the backyard? Um, I don't. Okay, so they're okay. That whole layout of that house is just so weird. I've never been able to understand. Or is it, it through the kitchen, this side by the stairs? Because I do think there's maybe a no. It's in the way. backyard. Backyard yeah, kitchen. So Joey gets this new nice car. Like he is obsessed with it, and he take he he's like cleaning it and everything. And he le- he notices there's a nick in the car, and so he goes. He takes Comet and he goes to go. Uh, take comment for a walk as he goes to the body shop and gets a little jar of touch-up paint mm-hmm. and stephanie's in the the car pretending like she's going for a drive how and everything. old is she 12 11 she, no she's probably she's still little so i'm gonna say so this is early season it's early season so this is like two or three okay so she's because, like maybe eight or nine yes because uh becky and and, and jesse aren't married yet okay she run because what happens is she goes she goes to like she's going for a drive but she needs the radio on well, she pulls the the Prindle mm-hmm. and puts it into the drive, Prindle. and then second Cody reference. If you didn't get that, go back. Um, and then she puts it into drive, and it drives through the kitchen, and so she's freaking out. I think Michelle comes in and like sees her, and Michelle's still very little. Um, and so then she runs away. She goes to run away, and she has one of her friends who's picking her. her their parent, their mom, picks them up for like dance class or something, and then just drops her off. Which I don't. How do you just entrust somebody with your kid and then they just drop them off somewhere and they tell them to? But she told him to drop them off at Aunt Becky's house, soon to be Aunt Becky's house. And she's like, I just wanted to come say goodbye because I'm running away. And she wouldn't tell Becky why she was running away. But then at that point, Jesse stops by and they hide her in the closet. And she like, uh, why Aunt Becky hide her in the closet? Because she, or I, I, I don't think Aunt Becky hid her in the closet. I was like, I think she just ran into the closet and was like, "Don't tell her, I'm, don't tell him I'm in here." Okay. And so, and at that time, the, the like the B storyline was that like Jesse thought uh, Becky was like, like, like crushing on this dude that was on the talk show or something. Mm. And so she, he see, he, like hears wrestling in the in the closet, and he goes to open it. And he's like, "This dude's in here." Blah blah. And, oh, that's funny. And he, she's not in the closet when he walks in, but then he turns around and she's hanging from a coat that's hanging oh, okay, on the okay. door. I've and definitely just, seen that boom. scene before. But then the whole Her time, in the coat. Yes. Yeah. And then the whole time, so uh, back at the house, uh, Michelle it, like runs up to the girls' room, and Kimmy and DJ are in there, and she goes, "There's a car in the kitchen," <laughs> and they don't believe her, and so then they walk in into the kitchen, and they're like. There's a car in the kitchen. She goes, I told you. That's what I was saying. And then they go and they tell, uh, uh, I think Danny comes home at that point. And they come in and they kind of distract him. And she's like, hold on, hold on. DJ runs in there and they're, all right, I'm ready for you. And he comes in and then boom, sees the car in the kitchen, takes a little Polaroid picture of him. It was funny. And then Joey comes back. And then they don't know. Then they realize that they don't know where Stephanie's at. Until Jesse brings her home. And they so, always be like, they always did a really good job of like, I don't hate you. I'm not mad at you. But like you messed up. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly and what that one you. was. Yeah. And they were very grace filled. Yeah, they were. And it was never like, it was the whole like, oh, my dad's going to kill me. And sometimes it was that initial blow up. of, Oh, my God, I can't believe you this or that. And then it always, always ended up being so grace filled and mm-hmm. so forgiving and I just loved that about Full House. And it is definitely a show that I would let future nieces and nephews oh, for sure. and I actually all have been, them I've watch. been wanting to rewatch it because I haven't watched it in so long. You will learn some valuable lessons. Oh. You will. Oh. Let's see. Does any of your favorite shows ever switch showrunners? 
The Office switches showrunners. Office. Yeah. Um, I know for sure that The Office does. I don't. One Tree Hill never switches showrunners, I don't think. I think the main creator, he who shall not be named, because he's a. Oh, yeah. Bad guy. Um, it's always the worst when your favorite shows have bad creators. Man, I know. It is such. They're, like, they're good creatively, but bad it people. It is such a hard thing to deal with and especially listening to the podcast and stuff because it's like oh my god like the, they are right there is the, all of these great things about it but him he's terrible that's and how the I fact feel. that this whole entire world came from his mind yeah. but he's a he's a doucher that's how i feel about like all the nickelodeon shows like drake and josh yep. 101 i carly victorious all of them, all of them came them from that guy who was a total the creator pedo. yeah of just all of them. all of them and he's just a total jag super bad guy that's the nicest way to put it yeah same kind of bad guys yeah. Um, the office switches, but they keep it in house um, throughout. So it's um, Greg Daniels until season five, I think. And I think in season five, um, the guy who plays Toby and then oh. one of and, and then one of the girl writers take over, and they both co-run it for a while. Grace is going to kill me for not remembering what happens <laughs> next. I know in like the last season, I think it was the last season, one of the last seasons, Greg Daniels comes back in and like finishes it. So I'm pretty sure that he does. And he's the showrunner of season nine, but he left to go run um, Parks and Rec with Mike Schur. And so they went and they they went off and made Parks and Rec together. So he couldn't show run both at the same time. So he moved on. But um, New Girl, I think stays with their main writer the whole the whole series but i'm not positive on that i could i could be wrong i don't know anything about behind the scenes of full house or big bang um uh walking dead they switched showrunners i think four times dang that's a lot yeah it's the the original showrunner was from one and two and then there was um i thought the main like the new main guy I thought he started in three, but he didn't start till four. So there's another one in season three. And uh, Scott Gimple, who is now like the Walking Dead like chief guy. like He's like the Kevin Feige of the mm-hmm. Walking Dead universe. Um, he started in season four all the way to eight. And then Angela King, who had been like a writer and producer from season two all the way up until takes over in season nine through the final season. And That's so- nice. I like it when there are writers on the show mm-hmm. and they move up to showrunner, which it just makes it make more sense. It's that thing of like when TV shows, each episode obviously has a different director and that's a huge thing for TV shows. Um, some TV shows don't, especially now that we're into like um, limited series or mm-hmm. short series. A lot of times the short series like Stranger Things or whatnot will keep the same director throughout. Um but traditionally with TV shows, they have a different director each week. Um, so it's nice that they the people who show run are the ones that have been there throughout and they've mm-hmm. been running the story throughout and they know everything. Yes. Because sometimes directors can come in and they've only seen like one or two other episodes and then they are directing a whole episode, which a director on a TV show only has so much to say yeah. and do because the writers, the showrunner, even the actors have more know about what truly is going on yeah that's what i love about the walking dead is even like their directors or they have the, a lot of the same directors maybe not 
in the same episodes but a few episodes in the same season Mm -hmm. and so and then they move on to the next season as well and then sometimes even the cast members direct direct. yeah Yeah. that happens in one tree hill a lot where the cast members will will direct um in the office they will have a lot of repeat directors especially they'll come in and direct specific episodes like um paul feig will come in and direct like a lot of their huge big hitter episodes that are like really important and they really want him to like come in and curate them like they know that's how walking dead is they have greg nicotero who's actually also does all like the costume design special effects like he he designs all the walkers and stuff like that on walking dead that's fun and he's i think he i believe he directs the last episode that comes out next week what is the most disappointing show you've ever seen most disappointing i know mine straight off the bat you go first 100 percent. all my money riverdale oh all my money's on riverdale for the most disappointing show ever and i don't watch it currently haven't watched it since season three. Season one was strong. Season, season one was one very was good. Perfect. And I've never watched anything other than season, season one. Season one was perfect. I feel like so good. I feel like season. I think I feel like Riverdale was one of those. It could have been a one season show. Could have should have been, been a one season, season show. Especially since half the it cast don't even so enjoy it anymore. Freaking good. And I'll see TikTok clips. Oh, nowadays, it's horrible. And I'm like, what in that? actual world is going on here on, i don't on riverdale i don't understand cw because you i better also watch your mouth because well, one tree hill is from cw current cw okay? okay because that is what riverdale is on yes yeah. so is the flash and i see a lot of yeah, bad the things flash, from the flash as the well flash is a huge disappointment as well it started off really good yes. really strong and a lot of theirs i think is like just decisions in yeah. production that yeah. seems really bad. Like the CGI seems really bad yeah. and stuff. I didn't finish that show either. It's, it's a it's a bad thing. That's it's one of the bad things about having a TV show about like the Flash, like mm-hmm. that kind of show on a, on a on a network because your CGI budget is not that great. But it used to be way it better. Did. It did, and then I think they. I guess chose they should have their, just ended. They it. didn't budget, right? I remember when I used to go to Comic Con. Nerd alert. I did I've go to Comic Con a few times. Really we should go. go. We should go to Comic Con. Except for Walking Dead won't be there anymore. Well, they have the spinoffs, so I'm pretty okay. sure there'll be. There's like three spin, go. four spinoffs. We used to go to spin-offs. Walking Dead, and the main highlight we would go to was the CW panel. That was like the one because it was like we weren't super into Marvel stuff, and like that everyone was into that. The Star Wars, everyone was there for that, but we were there for the CW. Nice. The Supergirl, the Flash, Arrow, all of that. Riverdale was on there. That's the very first place I ever saw Riverdale nice. was on the panel. And now it's just such a disappointment. Yeah. I never finished any of those shows. No. All of them. I, I never I, finished. I loved Arrow the first two seasons. And then so I started good. watching season three a little bit. What stopped me from watching those shows is when they started crossing over. And you'd have to it's watch. so You'd have crazy. to watch one half of a you season. You have to watch and then, Flash, Supergirl, yes. Arrow, and legends it's like they have this huge crossover event like they aired in one week they all aired on different like tuesday wednesday thursday the you they'd all air in one week but they'd air as an episode of each of the show yep so then you have to watch like all season three like it happens in episode eight of arrow so you'd have to watch season three episodes one through seven then watch eight and then watch like season two of supergirl or the Flash, mm-hmm. all the way up to that episode before you yeah. can even watch the entire And I understand thing. what they were trying to do was to bring in some of their smaller shows mm-hmm. and make them 
part of the more popular shows, but they really just ruined their entire yeah their entire family of shows. They yeah. ruined all of them. What they should have done was just honestly, I don't know. I feel they like they should have just guest starred yes Supergirl on Flash yes, but have nothing to do with the flash storyline beyond supergirl yes. so you don't have to go watch it that's and what they even, wanted like to you do. can even like mention that after the fact on their other on their shows but not make that a part of their story like they were trying to make it a part of three different shows storylines it was ridiculous so huge mistake but yeah riverdale absolute trash did you think of one um I can't really think of a show that I watched that was just kind of. There's just you know sometimes you just get so excited for a show and then it's just a huge. Okay, you know what? This may be controversial. Go for it. Because it's Marvel. Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Falcon and the Winter. I was not the biggest fan of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah, which is sad because I love both of those characters, Uh but I did not like the show. Yeah, absolutely. And it really sucked because Emily Van Camp was in there. Mm, I do love her. We do be loving revenge. revenge. Let me just tell you guys who are watching the Film Bluffs podcast right now, we love revenge. And we will probably do a whole episode on revenge because we love it. And that show did not let down. It did not. That show is solid through and through. It did not. I could. The CGI I will say, is terrible, yes. but it is solid. I will say it could have had just a little bit better finale. But other than that, it still doesn't yeah, disappoint. True. It true, doesn't true, true, true. disappoint. Should we hear from one of our advertisers? Yes. Let's hear from an ad. You pick first. why 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 tennis why why tennis so do you enjoy spending time with why why i sure as heck love to spend time with why why do you enjoy playing tennis i have played tennis <laughs> well get get ready for this because why why is making his own tennis league why why tennis why why tennis why why tennis camp tennis camp taught by why why himself he is going to sit there and teach you in-depth techniques about tennis, about the rackets, how they're made, how tennis balls are made. He'll cut into one. He'll throw one. He'll chase it. He loves it. YY Tennis Camp is the camp to sign up for. And tell them about the deal they get if they sign up right now for YY Tennis Camp. If you use our code FILMBLUFFS10 when you sign up for YY Tennis Camp, then you will get $5 off of your camp funds tuition i don't know what camp is called but camp fee camp fee and one free tennis ball one free tennis, one free ball, tennis ball and five dollars off of your purchase if you choose to go to yy tennis camp right now so don't miss out on and this sign up opportunity quick because slots are filling up fast we are going to be there at yy tennis camp so you come down meet us at the film bluffs pod session at yy tennis camp don't miss out YY Tennis Camp. Check it out. And we're back. And we're back. I think it's time we introduce them to our favorite segment that we're going to have. It is called The Fish Bowl of Terror. Fish Bowl of Terror. Actually, that's not what it's called. I just came up with that right now. Working title. We're going to call it... I have no idea. We're going to come up with a name at some point. But it is a mock debate where we are going to pick out a genre of TV show from this bowl. We have all of these. So many. Check out these genres. If you have any genre recommendations, 
throw we it in the comments. All the genres that Wikipedia had on their <laughs> thing. And so we're going to pick one out and we're going to debate whose genre is better solely based off of what we pick. And I'm actually kind of nervous. I'm kind of nervous. I, what if I pick a bad one? Okay. <laughs> I'll go first. Okay, you go. Okay. I got cooking show. <laughs> I got dramedy. Dramedy. <laughs> heck yeah. Okay. Okay. Should okay. we place a timer of how much time you have to like place your Let's do it. argument? Who goes first? I don't know. I wish we had a coin. We have a coin of a dollar. Well, I picked first. So I feel like you should have to go first. Shoot. Okay. How long you want? One minute? Two minutes? I think normal debates are like two minutes. Two minutes? Okay. <laughs> you have two minutes, and our timer theme is the themes from Park and Recreation. Get ready? Dramedy. Go. All right. So how can you go wrong with the dramedy? All right. So it's like the best of both worlds. It's like you want some drama in your life, but you don't want to be involved in it. Everybody likes drama, okay? I don't care who you are. You like some drama, but you don't like being involved in it. You watch a drama. But sometimes the drama just gets a little too much. It's a little overwhelming. So you have some comedy in there. Some very hard topics that they're talking about in the dramedy. Boom. Throw in a joke. Make you laugh. Make you giggle. Make you chuckle if you want to. It's just amazing because it's the best of both worlds. Like I said. What are dramedies? Name some. That's a good question. Um, you know, it's not about names. Um but it's about the concept. It's about what they're about. Mm -hmm. right? It's about what the inside, all right? It's about the name that they make for themselves. It's about the words that were on that piece of paper. <laughs> the words that that piece of paper said. But they are not defined by that name on that piece of paper. So, you know, again, if you want to laugh, and even if you, know, if you want to cry, if you, sometimes you just need a good cry, but you can't cry on your own. You need a drama. Tug at those heartstrings. You can watch dramedy. Are you done? Yeah, <laughs> that's all I got. Okay. That one was hard. Can I get like cartoon or something? Tell me a bad cooking show because I'll tell you there's not a bad cooking show. And if there is a bad cooking show, it's a great cooking show because it's hilarious. <laughs> I will tell you right now every single cooking show I've ever seen has taken me on a journey. Whether it is a season-long cooking show where it's every episode someone gets eliminated or it's a episodic cooking show where every episode someone wins money or it's a lifestyle cooking show where an older lady in her mid-40s, not older lady in her mid-40s, a lady in her 50s or 60s decides to teach you her family recipes from when she was growing up or maybe that she just made up. Every single one takes you on a journey. You've got highs and lows. If you want something to make you feel on the inside, I dare you to watch MasterChef Junior. I dare you. Those six-year-olds will cook better than I ever imagined in my entire life, and I will never even eat those flavors anyway, but I want to, and I hate flavors, and I want to. And let me tell you something about one of the best shows I've ever seen in general out of all the shows, Cutthroat Kitchen. Cutthroat Kitchen is cutthroat, man. But it is funny. And it is hilarious. 
and that is the same thing, but it is that. <laughs> Basically, they get all this money and they get to freaking throw challenges at each other. They have to cook with one arm and then they get to keep whatever money is left or you go chopped and you have all of these random ingredients and all of these things and you're watching them. You're like, how are they going to use dipping Dots to make spaghetti? And they do it. They do it. Cooking shows are the best of all the worlds. Because who's not a fan of cooking shows? Americans are and Britons are. And there's nothing that we agree with ever except for cooking shows. And I think I win. If we're scoring on passion, it's Brooklyn. If we're scoring on we're actual scoring facts, on knowledge, it's also still Brooklyn. <laughs> and you know. If we're, scoring that- on, if we're scoring on effort. You didn't even get your full time. You didn't even know one dramedy. It's the best of all the world. I literally couldn't name one dramedy. I would argue Hannah Montana's a dramedy. You're literally sitting here saying best of both worlds. (laughs) The musical comedy. Musical comedy wasn't in the thing, though. Anyway. I feel like... That was pretty fun. I liked that. I also really do love cooking shows. I love Cutthroat Kitchen. We used to watch it all the time as a family. We'd be sucked in. I don't really watch men's dramedies. It's either a drama or a comedy. It's not really both. Well, most have both. Yeah. But I will say the things that I love about a sitcom comedy is that things might seem that they might go wrong, but they never do. They never do. Unless someone dies in real life. Yeah. Then that's sad. I know. Then you have to like pull it in. Oof. Yeah. Glee. Glee's yeah. not a sitcom, but that was a sad yeah, well. death. Finn Hudson. I remember the day I found out that that actor died. I was at church <laughs> at the movie theater. We had church at the movie theater, and I saw it on my probably iPhone 4, <laughs> and I was like, what? I was with my friend Alyssa, Alyssa Ramirez. Now Taruko. I hope I said that right. But we were at church. We were setting up for church, and it said, Corey Monteith, dead. I was like, what? This can't be real. This has to be fake. It's like the, what was that? Uh, Jennifer Aniston, where everyone said that she was dead and she wasn't dead. People said Jennifer Aniston was dead? It was a long time ago. It was oh, wow. fake Jennifer Aniston dead. I was pretty sure it was her. Um, I thought it was fake. It was real. And then I cried. I cried yeah. when, when Fit Hudson died. Oh, and when, okay. Yeah, it was really yeah. sad. Yeah. And then I didn't watch Glee ever again because <laughs> I really didn't care about it that much. That's the thing that you do for your friends. Alyssa loved the Glee, so I watched Glee with her. It was all right. It was all right. It wasn't very good, but I've watched it. So it's on the list that I've watched. Glee. Check. And Melissa Benoist was in Glee. <laughs> Supergirl herself was in Glee, which that has a really great spinoff show-ish reality show. That we can talk about later. We do want to do segments on different types and genres of shows. Yes. Throughout and talk about them. This one was kind of just an introduction. Wait, this to... isn't a podcast where I can just talk about Walking Dead the whole time? Actually, no. Dang it. I'm, I quit. <laughs> <laughs> we talk about Walking about? Dead and One Tree Hill for this episode. And we'll we'll talk about it a little bit in other episodes. We'll oh, talk about it when, you, when your show ends. We'll talk about <gasps> it for you. Next week. <laughs> Wait, next week it's yeah. over. Yeah. Okay. This well, then Sunday, no. We this Sunday I have that. a. This Sunday I have a break. I have no new episode this Sunday, and then next week I have the finale. That is devastating. I, I hate 
binging a show and you don't realize it's almost over and then all of a sudden it's over and it's like what are you watching next and i'm like what like i don't have a show that i watch up to current like i just watch reruns i don't either right now the last one that i watched ever since the beginning was this is us so i watched this is us from the very first week it came on and it ended this last year and that's the last show i watched since the beginning that still runs i was doing a million reasons a million things a million little things a million little things sounds right i don't even know a million little things i watched that one from the beginning weekly but i just wasn't into it anymore and it was kind of too depressing and one time Caitlin watched it and she got, she binge watched one of the seasons. She got really depressed. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry I'm calling you out on this podcast, Caitlin, but she got Caitlin. really depressed. And I was like, I think you have to stop watching a million little things. That's going to be funny. We're going to be at work one day when this comes out. She's going to be watching that. We're just going to hear this laugh, this hackle in the, in the office. You want to know something funny? She, she was watching criminal minds and the pray now alert came up <laughs> while she was watching criminal minds and i said maybe you need to pray against your obsession with criminal minds i'd be walking up on that girl and i'd be like trying to pause her phone and it's like criminal minds criminal yeah. minds and she's which like, i can't say anything because it's always walking dead here with was me, her but. defense well i don't listen to it anymore i'm actually watching it this time <laughs> listen to criminal minds like it's a podcast criminal minds <laughs> she's watched that, that show so many times nuts we're doing a whole bit on Caitlyn right now because that girl is crazy. <laughs> I will listen to like it's a show, like it's a podcast, The Office or Parks and Rec or Brooklyn Nine-Nine or something I've seen a million times that is uplifting. New Girl. Criminal Minds? See, no. I, I take that back. I, I can't. I do the same thing with Walking Dead. Not that I just listen to it, but I can go off and do other things and just have it like I'd be listening to it and know exactly what had happened, I, especially is, the is earlier seasons. Is it as seasons. dark as Criminal Minds, though? I mean, like it's a serial killer every week on criminal minds i mean kind of dead people eating people so yeah but of. it's way more fictional it's like sci-fi it's true true it's more fictional sci-fi. it can't really happen Sky have fi. you seen Skippy. um sing two no oh i haven't you even don't seen deserve, you don't deserve to be here right now well i couldn't define a dramedy either so i yeah, mean we've already proven double that don't deserve to be here. <laughs> let's do an ad i want a good one I don't want to see. Let's see what this one is. Oh, yeah. I got the good one. Now you pick one. Okay. Unless it's mommy. If it's mommy, it has to go back. <laughs> it is mommy. <laughs> we didn't know what was in here. It's mommy again. Throw mommy aside. Mommy. Kiwi. <laughs> Kiwi booty. <laughs> Come on. Mommy, mommy booty. Kiwibooty.com. Here's the thing about kiwibooty.com. Kiwibooty.com is a really great website, and it sounds like a really terrible, nasty, dirty website, but actually what it is is it tells you you go in, you select all the fruits that you have in your fridge that maybe you think that you might not finish. You know, like you get a meldy of a meldy, a medley, medley, a medley of fruit, like a group of fruit. And you're like, you have some mangoes left. You have some strawberries left. Kiwibooty.com tells you what kind of smoothie you can make mm. and what you need to add to that smoothie 
to make sure that you use up all of the fruits in your fridge before they go bad. That is really fascinating. That's way different than what I thought it was going to be. I'm telling you, they really I just turn your old fruits into booty. They just really throw you off. The thing is, is that you take the butt end of your fruits, the booty. Mm-hmm. You take the booty of your fruits, the leftovers. You'd be like, uh, no, and you turn them in to energy to grow your booty to go to the gym oh that's not actually what they say but i think that's what i think that's what, i feel like that's what kiwibooty.com go there put in all your fruits that you have left half a banana three sliced blueberries because why it sometimes doesn't finish all of his blueberries three sliced blueberries you have four strawberries in the freezer you have some mango left. It tells you, okay, use one of your mangoes, use three of your pineapples, put them all together, a little kiwi. You've got yourself kiwi a booty. mango banana smoothie. <laughs> mango banana smoothie. Kiwibooty.com. And if you sign up today using our, you might think it's Film Bluffs 10 again, but it's not. It's actually Film Bluff Booty 10. Film Bluff Booty 10 code, you actually get 10 months free. Wow. 10 months free access to KiwiBooty.com. By the time you get charged for using KiwiBooty.com, it's going to become a part of your daily, your daily and By the time usage. you get charged, if you don't have a Kiwi Booty, what have you been doing? You've been get doing it kiwi wrong. Kiwi Booty, except for I don't like Kiwi Booty because I want fruit. <laughs> I need like leftover chicken booty. <laughs> Alyssa no, Bacon Chicka Booty. Alyssa Chicka Booty Bacon. Well, I think that's all we got for this week. That is all we have on our very first episode of Film Bluffs Pod. I actually really think that I like this setup more than what we were going to do. I really liked what we were going to do. I was really excited about, about we were gonna get, what we were going to get, what we were going to want to do. Going to want 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 I was really excited about what we were going to do, but I think I'm excited more about yeah. this. More conversation. More conversation. More conversation. More heat. More bits. We will be having guests, so keep an eye out for our special guest appearances. But for now... For all you lovely dogs out there, DM us a picture you of your mommy mommies. bears. <laughs> nope. 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 Don't DM no, no. picture you. Hold on. For all you lovely dogs out there, DM us a picture of your mommy wrestling a bear for t- eating her chili. No. That's what it is. That's what it is. DM us that. No. That's terrible. <laughs> to all you lovely dogs and mommy bears out there, stay safe and warm because it's a little chilly out tonight. Mm, suck on that, Caterade. I still like mommy bears. <laughs> Don't pick any pictures of no mommies wrestling nothing. <laughs> bears! That's all wholesome. Is it? The bear stole her chili. This ain't Goldilocks. Half of us is Goldilocks. That's right. You are very white. All right. We're done. <laughs> we'll say see you next week, but who knows when we'll actually be back. Could be next month. Could be two months from now. Could be this time next could year. Could be one year. Could be two years. Could be three years. Could be four years. You don't understand that reference. Because it's from the office. Oh, you didn't even say anything. Well, you were supposed try- to say could be. Could be. I was trying to one remember. Year? I was trying to remember my lines. Instead, you just sat there looking like a fool with your pants on the ground. All right. 
we are out of here. Thank you for joining us on Film Bluff Pod. Sorry it was really long. We just really love to talk about film and TV. It was y'all's fault for giving us a mic. Thanks so. for the hangs. <laughs> I think that's how I want to end. Thanks for the hangs. Thanks for the hangs. Just like completely change my personality. Thanks for the hangs. <laughs> Thanks for the hangs. Today, Kylie put my hair in a claw clip. <laughs> it was so weird. Uh, what? <laughs>